0: Hello and welcome back to Positively Influential. I've just this minute got back from a super long dog walk in my local country park. I'm very privileged to live on the edge of a beautiful country park called Rushmere that's also twinned with a park I used to go to as a child that's called Stock Grove and actually that's where my husband and I got engaged. Not a lot of people know that but I've just got back from a really long dog walk because the, one of the major things I've been reflecting on recently is my desire to just get out in nature more often to take a different route and although Rushmere is on my doorstep I often end up going the same route every single time I do a dog walk because it's easy and I know how long it takes how many to the minute when I'm uh, hard pushed for time when the kids are at school. So I have this week during half term been taking a different, different route each day and for those of you who are in my local area I have decided that I'm going to do a little trial run of a network, networking slash dog walk that I'm going to host. Uh, the, I'm going to do the first one on a Friday in November. And if you'd like some details, then ping me a message if you're in the near vicinity, and I'll let you know when and where we're meeting. Um, and the idea really is that I have to walk my dog every single day. And actually, wouldn't it be great to use that as an opportunity to network with other Other business owners who, like me, often feel like they're stuck at home. But actually, if you are out, um, if you're out networking and doing something for your business, it feels like such a, what's the word, a double whammy or you're killing two birds with one stone. So let me know if you're interested in that. And I think for me as well, it's about realising that I like getting out whatever the weather so it's easy to not want to go on that dog walk when it's drizzly. But when, you, when you're when you all wrapped up and you know that that's what the weather's like and you've got your wellies on and your cagoule, that's showing my age, isn't it? Uh, then it's actually kind of fun to get out and embrace the outdoors. So following on from that, I think I mentioned last week that I've been doing a training to become a cold water immersion uh, instructor. And whenever I do something, I like to learn from several different schools so that I can I so that I can kind of take the the cream of the crop of the learnings if that makes sense and it's something that um, as I as I go further and further into I know that we're going to add on somewhere in influential breath work whether it's as part of our level two of the Coach certification, or if we have it as an an additional add on. Um, But I've been really exploring the water immersion and ice baths and yeah, lots of fun. Um, It's amazing, actually. I've always said I absolutely hate the cold. I am the kind of person who won't get in the sea if it's a little bit chilly, not even to paddle my feet. So the fact that I've been able to do this and conquer that belief is quite astonishing. So um, my husband and son are quite uh, excited about us getting more and more into that at home as well. My husband does a lot of cycling and my son is a very keen footballer, so he's convinced it's going to mean he has no more injuries. I'm not quite sure it works in that way, but I love his energy and enthusiasm for it. So this week has been half term and um, I've had an opportunity because of lots of my long dog walks and mini hikes to listen to quite a few books and read a few books as well. Um, and I wanted to just talk you through a few of those because I think some of you might be interested in them. The first one is a book called Signs by Laura Lynn Jackson, which I actually borrowed while, from my friend Catherine while I was over at her house in Jersey the other week. And the premise is around the synchronicity that we are seeing, we can see in our lives at certain times that can feel like messages. And the book is, a, is really a, a, a compilation of many stories about people who have died early or unexpectedly, and the way in which they have sent messages to their loved ones. And it's really quite beautiful really quite beautiful. And um, it's given me a whole different appreciation for why I might be getting signs either from someone who's passed or from um, anyone that might be guiding me or any being that might be guiding me. So that's been really nice. And one of the books that and I would definitely definitely read that I would say actually, I loved the first half of it. And then the second half I skim read because I felt like it was a replay of exactly what had gone before. There wasn't sort of any deepening of new knowledge, but I loved, I loved the first part of it. And I loved the premise. The other book that I read that I ordered as soon as I got home, because it was mentioned several times in the signs book, was a book called The Journey Soul. And when this was mentioned, I can't remember the author, but I'm going to pop it in the show notes when I write them. And we sort them out shortly. So just look below if you're interested in this book. But this book was mentioned not by the author herself in Signs, it was actually mentioned in a few different testimonials or case studies that she had uh, included. And this book is written by a clinical hypnotherapist who was really specialising for a while in past life regression. And for me, I've always felt that you don't necessarily have to believe you've had a past life. What's important is about what your what your subconscious has taken material from your world around you to give meaning in a particular way for you to understand Um, But he decided he realised that there was lots of similarities in what people were talking about and that he was able to also ask them about their life between lives. So when they are in the afterlife, if that's what you believe in. And it was really fascinating. So in throughout the book, I think there's about 30 case studies, which are just a tiny snapshot of thousands of people that he'd regressed through past lives and into various visits to the afterlife. Um, and the similarities in their language that he presents are fascinating. And the whole setup of what um, he is purporting to have put together as a result of these interviews it's definitely food for thought about what energy is what what we are as beings um, advanced souls beginner souls and um, what the source and the one is and um, yeah it's been a really interesting interesting read so if that's your cup of tea go and have a little look and I don't know why, but throughout that book, I kept getting this feeling that I should go back to read The Slight Edge, which is a completely different book to the other two, but it is actually probably my all-time favourite self-help book. I read it initially in about probably before I was disabled in 2010, so probably around 2007, 2008, and I can remember that... As a result of reading The Slight Edge by Jeff Olson, I had I had printed out various, I think there were about eight different targets of goals that I wanted to achieve, awards that I wanted to win or how I wanted to be seen in a community or income levels that I wanted or that I wanted to be married with a Labrador um, and have three children, all of which have now happened um, and at that point were not not on the horizon, not on the cards. So I decide, I knew that there was a new edition of The Slight Edge and I also had been frustrated for years because it was never available on, on Audible. They only sold it on disc and I just did a bit of a check the other week and discovered that it was now on Audible uh, with the updated version. So they did a revised version on its 10th anniversary and it's such a good book good self help book. So if you feel that you need a little bit of a kick up the backside, I would definitely go and investigate that. And in fact, from it's from that that's got me really thinking, how can I how can I grow my relationships? How can I grow my business? How can I grow my connections? How can I grow my sense of community? How can I grow my sense of impact? And that for me is one of the ways that this idea for the networking and doing my doggy walk like I have to do anyway has really hit home because how can I extend connections and what's amazing is how many people have said yes I'm totally up for that I would love it so yeah that's that's feeling really good to me at the moment other things that have gone on this half term, I was delivering week two of the first cohort of the Influential Breathwork Coach Certification. And this week, we were diving into the beginning teachings of how how and why we become breathless. Why do we have breathlessness? And we have it because our our breathing is often dysfunctional. In fact, almost 80% of us have dysfunctional breathing. And when we can't tolerate um, carbon dioxide, it means that our immune systems are going to be weak. We're probably not sleeping very well. We are prone to all sorts of ailments. Um, We're more prone to low mood and depression. We're more prone to panic and anxiety attacks. So just being weaving the beginnings of that into the trainings about how you how you can test your CO2 tolerance or or often this is known as the controlled pause so that's been really fab to have that just begin to share that knowledge with people we were also looking at uh, the how you can build rapport through breath work within a coaching environment because if you are coaching someone who's in quite a heightened state then you are able to match and mirror them in that heightened state and then bring them back down just through the power of breath because we have this natural ability to fall into a, a breath coherence with people, which is incredibly useful, not just in coaching, but also in your own personal relationships. Um, and I think particularly with children, if you've got a child who is, or a teenager who is in um, either in a really low Depressed state or in a heightened state, knowing that you can help them shift that without them knowing is is incredibly powerful. Um, this week, unfortunately, I did get struck down by a migraine, which is something that does go on for me. I've been trying to get them under control for many, many years now. Um, fortunately, this one was fairly minor. But for any of you migraine sufferers out there I thought I'd just share some of the things that do really work for me so the first is um, I'm on HRT and that has the gel particularly has made a massive difference to the intensity it doesn't mean I've stopped getting the migraines but they're not as intense as they were um, I also use a Shakti mat now a Shakti mat is um, it's from Indian origin I don't know exactly what part of india so forgive me my ignorance but it's essentially a, a map that is covered in prickles in pins if you like and uh, it's it really uncomfortable to lie on to start with. But once you have laid on it, you can begin to really relax. It's like acupressure all over your back. Now, the bit that I find particularly useful for my migraines is that I actually have a Shakti pillow, which is a, a like a curved dome. And I put that under my neck and I'm able to get it in exactly the spot I need for my migraine. So, I've spent a lot of this weekend with my neck having severe, pressure from prickles but it makes such a difference and actually it doesn't sound like it but it's deeply relaxing so if you've been thinking about getting a Shakti mat then um, do it's worth a try and I know even places like Aldi right now on the in the run-up to Christmas do have things like that that come in a really um, like in a bag and it's you know quite inexpensive to purchase so if you've been thinking about a Shakti mat I only use them when I really need them for my migraines, but they are deeply relaxing once you're through that pain. I've also been, this week, that's my dog entering the room, so I don't know if you've just heard that. He's just pushed the door open with his nose. It's all fun and games in my household. I've also been really thinking about, as a result of listening to The Slight Edge, my caffeine habit (laughs) and particularly I, I don't drink coffee but I do drink a lot of tea and so this week thinking about that mess the core message of the slight edge which is that the things that are easy to do are so easy not to do that we don't do them I decided that I would swap out my day my daily intake of caffeine through tea for decaf tea. So I've not dropped the habit altogether, but I have substituted it. So there is possibly, possibly a bit of a chance that that has been part of the cause of my headache this week. But I'm determined that I'm going to not necessarily stop all caffeine, caffeine, but just start to really monitor how much I take in because it's not necessary. It's just become a habit. So where for you has become your habit, that you know you need to stop? What can you do instead? So for example, if you're a tea drinker like me, and maybe you're not ready to give up the caffeine, but maybe you have sugar in your tea, could you put the sugar in the cupboard or not buy any the next time you run out so that you don't have that option until it becomes a habit to not have that? Could you stop buying the naughty chocolate biscuits um, that you end up grabbing when you're tired, hungry and just want a bit of a lift? Um, we've been in the podcast agency and influential audio launching a really amazing podcast by uh, a peer of mine from my mastermind, a good friend, uh, Nikki Clinch or Nicola Clinch. Nikki's work, it's taken us nearly a year to launch this podcast because Nikki suffered um, a head injury earlier this year. And it felt as though it completely changed her world. And it's actually, I'm so glad that we did hold off and wait until she was in a really good place because it has had phenomenal results around the world. She's been in so many different charts, at the top of the charts, all around the world. And her her podcast is called The Infinite Potential of Being Human. And Nikki's work is all about maturation and maturation as individuals, maturation as um. A species and her work is very insightful and she blends she blends some really deep science and new science in a very informative and enchanting way so I would definitely recommend if you feel as though you are reaching a new level of consciousness or awakening to a new level of consciousness for yourself, I would definitely recommend her show to go and listen. We've we've now released, I think, the first six or seven episodes. Um, and as I said, it's just been incredible, the amount of results that we've got. We, do, we are still running the podcast agency and we only take on a couple of clients a month now. So if you know that you have an important message and you really want to delve deep into how to have an incredible success with your podcast launch from the word go, much like we've done for Nikki, then get in touch and let me know that you would love our support to launch or to inquire about that. I am never highly salesy or pushy with anyone who contacts me for that work, because I always think when you hear our methods and the the detail that goes into it, the heart and soul that goes into it to get your message further out there, you're going to know if we're right for you or not. And then the final thing that I'm going to leave you on is we have launched our boost your business with breathwork masterclass that is aimed predominantly, although not exclusively, at mindset coaches who know that they want to, one, deepen their transformation work because we get the most phenomenal results with what we've incorporated, and two, boost their business in terms of boosting their revenue, in terms of boosting their turnover. There is absolutely no denying the demand, thirst and appetite for breathwork right now. And the predictions are within the health and wellness industry is that this is going to be as commonplace as yoga is, in the same way that yoga in the 1990s was practically unheard of, or you were a little bit alternative. But this is... There's something about breath work that people are seeing the amazing benefits for their health, for their mindset, for their mental well-being. And one of the interesting things for me, I think, about the breath work is that the research is being done slowly and steadily, and all of the research is incredibly positive, but the research is not being funded by the usual routes of pharmaceutical. And why is that? Well, because if the breathwork becomes huge and people are able to manage their health, improve their immune system, improve their well-being, improve their mental well-being, what happens to, to, to the drug industry, to the pharmaceutical industry? And so that's something that absolutely fascinates me. Um, when we have, we have this innate innate ability to heal ourselves with some simple knowledge And like I said, I'm excited about getting that out there. I feel for me, starting this episode about signs and synchronicity, I feel for me that I've had a lot of that throughout the week by ideas or nudges to go and read a certain book or listen to a certain thing or listen to a certain podcast that is about, for me, reminding me follow those signs. But the most important thing for changing your life and making change, positive changes to your life is one, knowing where you're going or having an inkling of where you're going. And two, taking action. Because if we don't take action, it doesn't matter how much we want to change, we don't change. So maybe, maybe that's my, my little reflection for you today. What are the signs that you're being led to follow? What is it you really are wanting for your life if you let yourself expand into whatever is possible? And what is it you need to take action on? So it could be something as small as changing the caffeine to decaf. It could be as small as changing the daily walk or the daily drive to work that you do. So you are having new information, new sites, new places into your subconscious. It could be as simple as just really connecting with other people in a different way by following your breath and theirs. And that's it for me this week. I will see you next Monday. Over and out.